Luca Luca Show starts now. Hey everyone, it's Lucas, the host of the Luca and Lucas Show. For this episode, Luca and I are joined by our buddy Cameron Baines as we discuss the NHL trade deadline. So let's get right into it and take a listen. I know the Leafs, a good the Leafs to have been tough this year. So let's start with them. In this, surprisingly, didn't make a trade on day, trade deadline day. Luca, are you surprised or are you not surprised? I mean, I think everybody expect them to move Tyson Berry. I think that was the the big talks going in was will they trade the defenseman that his contract is expiring at the end of the year and he's probably going to ask for six, six and a half million and the Leafs we all know don't have that cap space. But I don't understand and we were talking about this off air what more they could have done. Like they already traded picks for Clifford and Campbell. Um, they brought in you, you know, they brought in those two guys, sent out Trevor Moore. Janssen is out for the year. You can't trade Kapanen now, in my opinion. You're not going to trade, obviously, anybody on the top two lines. So you just want to trade a third and fourth rounder for another third and fourth rounder? Like, I don't know one for one what the Leafs could have really gotten. I get what you're saying with the whole you can't trade Kapanen because Janssen's injured. But yeah. the Leafs are th- third in the NHL in scoring. Like, 220 goals for. Yeah, like, look, well, look where that's got him, though. Yeah, but like, it, it's not offense that they need to worry about. No, it's not. Yeah, it's defense. I don't so if you want... get rid of Kapanen, that's a guy that has 31 points this year. Is that really a huge hit on you if you can bring back a Matt Dumba, a Josh Manson? But if you're going to do that, why not get rid of Barry? Are you going to, are you, be honest, Cam, are you going all in this year? No. Well, if I were the Leafs, I would have dealt Barry and Kapanen in a three team deal. Possibly bring back like a Josh Manson and a Matt Dumba to the Leafs when you send Barry and things to the respective teams. Yeah, if you get that, but I'm thinking I don't think you should give Kapanen away for a defenseman. I why? think Barry has because why? Why do that? Why? I I just don't I don't get it because you're losing Kapanen. The the whole motto of this team. Well, I mean, if we're gonna let in five goals a game, we better score six, and then you're just gonna give away a young talented player, which I think Kapanen is is a really good player for the Leafs. I mean, last year he really came out of his shell, and I know this year he's obviously not the captain. We saw, but we were having a lot of reports. Even last year, Lucas, how many times people say to us, no, I'd take captain over Nylander? Yeah, because Nylander had a terrible year. He had the yeah. half a season that he played. Yeah. So, And it's a different style of game that he's playing this year compared to what he, he played with Mike Babcock. It was more of dump and chase, use your speed type of game. But now with Sheldon Keefe, it's more puck possession, keep the puck and stick handle. And I don't think Kapanen is felt comfortable in that system yet. We're starting to see glimpses here and there. Like You saw Pittsburgh with that, that nice goal, that nice feed he got from Kerfoot there. But Cam, to your point about the trade, picking up Matt Dumba and also uh, Josh Manson, you, I don't think you can do that because Tyson Berry has no term left on his deal after this mm-hmm. year, and Anaheim and Minnesota are not contenders. They were sellers. Uh, Anaheim sold. Yeah, Anaheim sold. So I don't think they would... They would trade a draft pick or any any young talent they have for Tyson Berry, who they're gonna lose this year. Even Minnesota as well. I don't. They're they're again looking to rebuild and getting rid of a young talent like Dumba. I just I just can't see that. Well, Dumba is he's twenty five now. Like, how long this Minnesota rebuild is gonna be? I don't know. Like, I it's, think it's gonna take way. It's gonna take long because they have 
little to like no prospects. And <laughs> yeah, so like, why are you holding on to a twenty-five-year-old defenseman? Because he's gonna eventually morph in five, six years down the line to a veteran defenseman who's gonna like be the core of your of your decor of your decor. I'm telling you right now, there's no chance Matt Dumbo wastes his career in Minnesota on a rebuilding team. Okay, but but from Minnesota's perspective, you want a guy who's gonna be there for three years or a guy who's gonna be there for six weeks? Like it just doesn't make sense to go the, Barry. The only time. way that the Leafs would would have been able to deal Barry, in my opinion, was a sign and trade. So that at least yeah. if you're sending him That's over exactly to a team, it. they have term. Um, but the but reason that had to be to a contender, not necessarily. Maybe a team on the bubble. On the yeah. bubble, I would yeah. Like, like Vancouver made sense. Vancouver made. I thought that made sense. Like that made a lot of sense, and like you look at Matt Dumba coming back, it, it's a right shot defenseman that. Can take Barry's spot because there's no chance at least they're gonna re up Barry. If no. if Muzzin's getting just under six million, a guy like Mary's Barry's gonna demand over eight. The least uh, can't yeah. afford that. Well, if not eight, seven. yeah, he's six looking. He's looking for top like Eric Carlson. Almost. No, he's not gonna get that. He's not gonna. At get the start it. Of the year, I don't think a team would pay. No, at either. the start of the year, I think it, it went down after this half. year. That's insane. It went down this year. Yeah, if 100%. you if you signed him last year, maybe. No, even then, no way. A sixty point defenseman? No way. Oh come on, Carlson's an eighty two. He's a point per game defenseman. Yeah, because he's really doing that right now. Okay, but when, at he the has time, been this year actually. Well, he's, out for, he he's out for the year now. He's out for yeah. the year. Oh, Before come on. He got injured, you he can't give Carlson and Barry the same amount of money. That's just disrespectful to Carlson. No, it is. You can't do that. Luca, I wanted to bring up what we were talking about off air is the Toronto Maple Leafs, like, you're not going for it this year. And when is it appropriate to say, like, these? this is the team, this is the year? I know all the analysts and even Leafs Nation always say, yeah, they're going to win the Cup, win the Cup. And then we get performances like they had on Saturday night against Carolina. And it just, when is this team going to be good? There's just no patience from Leaf fans. And I know you guys are Leafs fans, and I know... You guys haven't been too bad, but man, like, it's unbelievable. It, what, like, there's absolutely no patience. Like, first of all, Matthew, you guys just told me Marner's 22, mm-hmm. and you know, even when his contract expires, and Matthews, we were both ta- we were all talking, 27 years old, they're going to be in the prime of their careers right now. So there's no rush right now. That's why in this trade deadline, why go for it? You're, I'm sorry, you're not a good team. They're not a good team. The Leafs are not a good team right now. And it makes no sense to trade the farm, trade the players you have now, for a potential playoff run, which even then, you might not even make it to the playoffs. So, for me, I think we just got to pump the brakes a little bit. I think the Leafs are going to be good in like maybe like three to four years. They can even be good next year. They have the talent. It's just it's the players' willingness to go out there, show some heart, show some motivation, and actually play the game. I agree with what you're saying, actually. Like, for me, I'm growing a little impatient because I can see the potential that this team has. Like, as you mentioned, they yeah, lost sure. 5-2 to the Penguins without Evgeny Malkin. And then in the home-and-home against them, they beat them with Malkin for nothing. Like, I just don't understand how they can show so many signs of being a cup contender, not just a playoff contender, a cup contender, and then just disappoint the, the night after. It just doesn't make sense to me, but like you said, it they have a lot of years left and yeah, they have like, tons of young talent and it's more so it's throwing it off with the Tavares deal. Tavares wasn't a part of the plan. They had about a four to five year plan to be good. And then Tavares yeah. kind of swooped in. It was a deal that Dubas made. And before that, no one was thinking Tavares to Toronto. That was outside of the plan. And that's kind of throwing it off a little bit, kind of boosting them ahead three years. And I think that's hurting um, the young players. Cause they're not really ready to 
take a team that far yet. It's just like, it's one of those situations where it's like, John Tavares wants to come to your team. You're not going to say no. No. You're just not. And, you know, you can, there's questions about how much money did he actually deserve. And you know what? He is a, he's a fantastic player. I'm not taking anything away from JT. But this, I think, man, first year as captain, he's disappointing. Bro. He really is. It's been it's <laughs> like, been really on. disappointing. Like it's it's not even just the numbers. Like a lot of people look at numbers and when you look at the numbers, twenty four goals, thirty assists. It's not impressive at this point in the season. But for the, his caliber. Yes. For his caliber. For a regular yes. caliber player, that's great. Yeah. But for his caliber player, that is not impressive at all. And on top of that, it's the eye test of watching him actually play. It doesn't look like he is physically able to create a shot for himself. Yeah, you know, he looks a little slow. Very slow. He does. But you know what? And it's it's interesting you say that because on the Islanders, he was known as that guy. I'm not going to put him on Crosby's level, but he was known as that guy who can make players around him better. Yes. Like he made Josh Bailey a 70-point scorer, and you put him with Nylander or Janssen, who I think are more talented than Josh Bailey. No offense to him. Yeah. And he can't get anything done. It's like you take Marner off his line, it's like he forgets how to how to play the game. He's still a great player, don't get me wrong, but you gotta do something. If it's not something on the ice, you gotta tell these guys, listen, man, we got we gotta smarten up here. It's the thing is, I don't know if the game's just speeding up or if the players he's playing with are just so talented that it's making Tavares look bad. Like, yeah, you're playing with Marner, Nylander. Matthews, even skilled players like Kapanen, they might not get the points like a Marner or Matthews, but the talent's there. And maybe it's just making him look bad. Maybe this is how he's been his whole career, and he was just surrounded by lesser talent players, which he did make better, but he's surrounded by players now that can create for themselves, that don't need a secondary option, that don't need help on the ice, where his role is somewhat lessened, which is hard to say after he had a career year last yeah, year. Yeah, and, and I'm, we're not taking anything away from JT. I still think he's... One of the best players in the league, like skill, talent-wise, leadership, intangibles. It's just this year, there's just something different about him. Um, and I, again, I'm not going to contradict myself. I'm not jumping to any conclusions. I want to see how he plays next year. Um, obviously, the roster is going to be different because it always is with Toronto. They're going to do something. Yeah. They're going to bring in a, one or two more guys that they think is going to save this team. And then we're going to be back here a year later at the deadline. What does Toronto need? A guy you can hit. A guy who can create, uh, or a guy who can spark the guys on the bench. It's just it's the same story. It's I don't getting, get it. You know, yeah. at this point, seriously, it's getting so bad where I would trade a first round pick for a fourth line guy who could bang the body. That's how bad it is. Ow, that's how bad it is. I wouldn't do it, <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying that's how desperate it makes it seem. No, oh, yeah, like, would, like Josh Anderson's available, right? I know he hasn't played a lot. Would you have been surprised if the Leafs went out and bought him and maybe? Gave him a couple picks and players. No, because that's what they need. The thing is, though, I would have been surprised because the move makes too much sense. And Toronto <laughs> doesn't. Toronto doesn't like to make the move that makes sense. Let's trade Callie Rosen for Alex Kerfoot, and then at the deadline, let's trade for him back so he can play on our Marlies team. Yeah, let's get that Marlies team. Well, I mean, for Hutchison, I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, but... you get something back in return, but God, like that's the move you make. Uh, on trade deadline day, seriously? It's, it's the, the but guys, you, what did you, you want them to do though? Seriously, that's what, what I was wanted to move on to that. Luca, you again said off air, what could they do? There They're, really wasn't much besides taking away from their from their current roster, which Kyle Dubas never likes to do. He always likes to either go to the farm or go to his draft picks, and he doesn't have a lot of that because he's used it all already. Yeah, like. I know he just made the comment of trading picks for a fourth liner, but let's be real, that's not obviously unrealistic. 
what what are they going to do? Like, I honestly don't think there was a good like. Obviously, we can speculate. And say, oh, this would be great for the Leafs. But guys, there's another team in in a trade. Like, it doesn't make sense for the other team. What we're saying, right? Like, the Leafs needed to make a good deal. That obviously you want to win every trade or every deal that you're a part of. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. It, you you can't. The Leafs honestly, they were so handicapped. I think they should have got rid of Barry. The return would have been great. Yeah. And just go from there. Why do you need Barry for someone? Why not just dump Barry, get your picks back, maybe get a prospect, and then use those picks and prospects to another team and get someone like that? It doesn't have to necessarily be one for one. You can make multiple moves. There's no deadline on or strict thing on, oh, Dubas, you can only make three trades today. You know, why not Why not enter your EA Sports NHL GM mode and just go <laughs> and trade and just, make you know. Make ten trades. Why not? Do something. But again, what are they going to do? That's the question. I know you guys are disappointed, but they did, they traded picks for Clifford and Campbell, and I really don't think, besides Barry, you could have traded anyone else. As we're winding down to the end of this segment, I just wanted to put out there, like, I hope, I know I'm a Leaf fan, I hope they make the playoffs, but a part of me is like, maybe th- this is good that they don't make the playoffs. It's a wake-up call. It's a, it, that's exactly what it is. And I, we're going to transition over to basketball here, but you look at the Raptors team. They went through so much playoff heartbreak, and then what what happens? They like w- they get one superstar, and it just changed the whole dynamic of their team. They win a championship, and now look at them. They lose that superstar, and now they they look like a championship team. And maybe Toronto needs to go through this adversity, miss the playoffs one year, see what how it crushes Leaf Nation and how much scrutiny you're going to get for missing the playoffs when at the start of the year you looked like you were going to win the Stanley Cup. You were made to win the Stanley Cup. Miss the playoffs, snap out of it, and come back next season, work harder. But with this team, the eye test shows us that the work isn't just isn't there. But the thing is with the Raptors, like, the Leafs brought in a superstar. They actually have two. They, they brought in John Tavares, which and they have three. Three. Okay, if you want to put Marner up there. I know you're not a big Marner fan. But that's not, all through the I'm draft. The I'm just saying the Raptors brought in Kawhi. You can't deny 94 no, points last but year. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, you know, if he's not a superstar in this league, he's a star. Matthews is a superstar. John Tavares, I don't care, he's still a superstar, even the way he's playing this year. They did that, and they're still not getting results. I don't get it. They're inconsistent. Guys, face it. The team you support isn't good. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think, like you said, Lucas, you said it's going to be like, almost like see the how upset the Leaf Nation would be. I think it's past the point now with Leafs fans of being upset. It would just be just disappointment. Expected. It's disappointment. It's expected. It's expected for them to underperform, and it's getting a little boring. Like, we're pleading here for Leaf fans, but like, they've missed and just had all this bad, bad stuff happen to them throughout the years. Like, we just looking. For, we saw the glimmer of hope. Oh my gosh! Austin Matthews, Mitch Barner. They beat Boston game one. This is different Every, this year. Everybody was freaking. And then what happens? Two game six, game seven. Pumped. What happens, man? So let's it. Let, enough talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, you guys are getting a little I'm, heated gonna, I'm getting a little heated here. <laughs> so the trade deadline was today. Luca, let's start with you. What team impressed you the most on trade deadline day? I really like what Edmonton did today. Um, they brought in a lot of speed, right? They brought in Ennis, Anthony Ciu. Um, they brought in Mike. Obviously, Mike Green's not a speedster, but they brought in Mike Green. Uh, the the, the uh, oh my gosh, guys, sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> the, de- the the defenseman. The defenseman. Thank Attaboy. you. 
Oh, oh my goodness. Way the defenseman um, See, it's, it's, from it's, Detroit. It's harder than you look to get the words yeah, out, is. you know? it is. And he's a veteran, right? He's played on the Caps. He's, you know, been part of success in the Capitals. Even though he didn't win a Stanley Cup with them, he was still part of multiple President Trophy winning seasons. And he goes to Detroit last year where he actually had a pretty good year last year. And now he goes to Edmonton where they're loaded up front. They just added Anthony Cio. They added Tyler Ennis with Nugent Hopkins. And you can't forget about the 2 headed monster with Drysdale and McDavid. I love what Ken Holland did today. Edmonton is a team to watch out for, in my opinion. Cam? That's a team that's clearly all in. That, that's it. They know they have the pieces. They have two MVP-level players in Leon Drysdale and Connor McDavid. And it was just a great move. But I actually have a different choice. It's a, it's a team I've been really high on this year. I just love the way they play. And I just love the way the team's built. It's one deal. The Robin Leonard deal oh, to you the loved Vegas it. Golden Knights. Wow. I remember when it broke. That is that is such a good deal. Like Robin Robin Leonard is not a backup goal in the NHL. I think that it's going to be a it might be a little ahead to say this, but personally I believe that it's going to be more of a split split schedule between really? Flurry yeah, and Yeah, rest Flurry and get him ready for the playoffs. And even Leonard, you have a 200 monster like last year. Leonard played in 46 games. He had a 9.30 save percentage with a 2.13 goals against average. He, as a starter, he is unbelievable. Like Robin Leonard, that pickup was unbelievable for Vegas, just adding to the already amazing first couple years they've had of this franchise. And I think having a backup is so underrated. It's it's just like, well, that's just the guy who opens the doors when he doesn't play. Like, oh gosh, you gotta, <laughs> he got he gets a day off. Well, no, because the backup is just, guys, it's so important. And we saw with Boston, look at them. Boston, a team, yeah, they were okay. They were a second round, maybe conference final team. You, first year with Halak, second year with Halak, sorry. They're in the Stanley Cup final. And you cannot tell me that it wasn't because Halak played because Rask was phenomenal in the playoffs, and it was because he was rested. Yeah. That's why we see when Freddie, right? He's tired, it, yeah. Freddie's tired, man. He can't do it. That's why he's just so inconsistent. Like, imagine Freddie played out the games. He'd be rock solid. He already is, I think. You know, he's been the backbone of the Leafs for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. But imagine he had a solid backup like, well, obviously Campbell looks good right now. But if he had a good backup like Leonard. Can you imagine they had Leonard back there? They they have a chance to go every... Now it wouldn't be about, oh, we got to outscore every team. No, now it's... Oh, you know what? We actually have a guy back there that we trust. We can play in front of him now. Like when Hutchison was in the net, the Leafs just look completely different. It's like it's like they knew they were going to lose. Yeah, it's like they were playing like they're like guys. We're, we we got Hutchison. It's they done. were scared. Yeah. <laughs> it's, done. it's done, guys. It's tough. They got out hit by the Rangers twenty nine to twelve one night when Hutchison the net. That's just it's just willingness to play at that point. You need a good backup, but when you have two banging goalies going in, Vegas is already a great team, like you said, Cam, in their first two seasons. Wow. And, sorry, but, like, you know, it's great to have a good backup, like the Leafs have Jack Campbell, but it's even better to have a name that most hockey fans will recognize as your backup. He was in Fesna conversation Yeah, last not year. many teams have that. Like, the Boston Bruins have Yaroslav Halak. People know who that is. And now the Golden Knights have Robin Leonard <laughs> like, as their backup. That is an unbelievable duo of Fleury Leonard. And I just think that, like you said, it's just it's such a luxury to have that not many teams do. And as you saw, having the Halak duo, Halak uh, Ras duo in Boston yeah. really has it's, it's been great. 
So for me, my pick, I'm gonna go off. And oh, ma- did anyone ask about your pick? Yeah, I don't remember. Asking. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I'm not gonna stick with the trade deadline day as a whole, but maybe just this the couple weeks leading up to the trade deadline. I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. They're at the top to the of the Metro Division. They're playing well. You get Sid the kid back. Then you add Jason Zucker, put him on a line with Crosby, and it just it just opens up what Pittsburgh always does. They just add that that key piece to play with Crosby and they can look like a Stanley Cup winning team when you saw Crosby go out for six months you're like "Ooh, this is going to be a rough stretch for Pittsburgh I don't know if they're going to be as good as they are and Matt Murray Tristan Jari's been a surprise for them has stepped up they add Jason Zucker they get Connor Sheary back who played great for them in the past as well and I just think the Pittsburgh Penguins are a team to to reckon with in the Metro Division no Great moves by Pittsburgh, as per usual. They, That's just what they do, Just guys. like Boston. And they picked up Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. Just to add another veteran it's presence. Just, Get that guy a cup. He deserves please, it. He deserves one. He deserves yeah. one. It should, it, like you said about Boston. Boston always brings in one or two guys. And then Luca goes and adds and Boston into this. No, Cam brought it up. I brought it up. I'm sorry. Cam brought it up, actually. Cam, you want to take it away? Actually? Yeah, yeah, you know. Because then I'm gonna be, you know, the guy who shows homerism. For yeah. This team. <laughs> so as we went 15 minutes I'm a, on the Leafs, I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a big Bruins hater. You know, not not a fan of them at all. But like, they always seem to just get that one two moves that are that just put them over the top. They're always one of those top teams, and they just know what players to bring in and when to bring them in. And I think that is just the true sign of a very well run franchise. And that's one thing that the Leafs don't do. They don't bring in that timely piece. Is there a timely piece that can fix them? That's another question, and that's another thing that we actually touched on, and it's probably not realistic, but the Bruins are always in the conversation for the cup for a reason. They know who to bring in, they know when to bring them in, and it works out perfectly. And them and Pittsburgh are on that different caliber, in my opinion. And you could put Washington there as well. Tampa did good too. You like Tampa, Tampa did. Oh, Blake Coleman. Oh, super underrated pickup. That team is terrifying, but there's just like different calibers of teams you have tampa washington the pittsburghs and the bostons of the leagues of the league and like they always make the moves they always know what to do and they're always in the conversation it's for a reason and the good thing the thing about boston is they're the way they negotiate contracts to me is unbelievable it's truly remarkable i love it as a bruins fan because it's like again sorry bro going back to go 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 they have what four players that are making seven million dollars? Honestly, on the Bruins, I don't even think one player is making over seven million dollars. That's why they're able to do things, people. They're able to bring in guys, and they're not against the cap. They have all of their players. They got four, five million dollars. Krug. They just signed an extension. McAvoy extension. They're not overpaying guys, and they actually want to be on the Bruins because they're like, you know what? We have a good team here. Why am I going to take? Twelve million dollars, like Pasternak, he could be making twelve, not maybe not twelve, but ten. He could be making twelve million dollars. Okay, sure, he's, he's six and a half million dollars, six and a half to seven million dollars. Like, it's guys willing to take risks to keep the team better. That's why Boston's been able to bring in these players. They just brought in Coyle last season, and then they signed him to an extension. That's why the Leafs don't have the cap to do that. Well, the least the thing is the players on Boston were willing to do that. That that's the thing. I think the Leafs are filled with young stars that their eyes are brightening up, seeing the big money for the first time in their lives, and it's just like, yeah, I gotta secure as much as I can. Like Marner has one good season. Before that, he had sixty point years, solid. But then he has a ninety four point season, and you're telling me that warrants a eleven million dollar contract? Like, no. are you kidding me? 
I mean, okay. it's 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 maybe tough. you know it's what? one he's, season. He's talented one season, though, guys. He's points. talented though. But it's one season. He was playing yeah. with John Tavares. That's but true. you can see into the future of what Mitch Marner is going to become. It's so eleven that's where million I think though. Kyle Dubas went. 11, he's on eleven. Form. Matthews is on eleven. Tavares so is on eleven. And I think then it's you 11. have point six. Yeah. Okay. Still, and then you have Nylander there at seven, six point nine. It's a lot of money, man, for four players. That's a lot of money. I didn't even think the Blackhawks, when they were dominant with Kane and Taze, they were like, oh, my God, like these two players are making 10 million. Yeah, how about, how about four guys making yeah. north of six and a half? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Just the Leafs team. $11 million isn't a I see what they're going to become in the future contract. The contract to Pasternak is a, I see what they're going to become in the future. You pay for what you see at the moment, and they develop into something amazing at a very cheap price. And... They overpaid Marner right off the bat, and it's coming back to hurt him in a lot of different ways. So we got just about over five minutes left in the. Yeah, so we kind of we always go back to the Leafs. I know it's, yeah, it's just, it, we're in the Toronto market, right? So you got we got to talk about yeah. them. But this is what I want to do right now. So, barring everything that just happened at the trade deadline, going into this season, who did you think were your three top Cup contenders? Going, Cam, I'm gonna yeah. Sorry. Let's start with Cam. Three top cup contenders going, barring nothing that happened today. So start of the season, three top cup contenders. For me, it was Toronto. I was really, (laughs) I I was that confident. I remember you told me, Luca, name just one team that's better than Toronto this season. No one. Look at their roster. (laughs) All right. Uh, I don't. I personally don't remember that conversation. Oh yeah, you were talking to everybody here at CSF, guys. Name me one team better than the Leafs. I I I don't remember that conversation, but I I it had to be Toronto, Tampa Bay, and then uh, I had a third a three A and a three B of Boston Pittsburgh. It's just like it's the 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 safe bets of Boston Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. Tampa is just, I don't think there's a better team on paper than Tampa. It's just, can they put it together when it matters the most? And Toronto, I still believe on paper they look great. It's just, the thing is, they don't play as a team. They play as more of single players, and I think they care more about their personal stats than anything. Luca. Okay, well, my, mine's, you know what, Cam's actually... Boston Bruins. No, 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 no. Cam actually had, you know, reason to pick the Leafs. My pick in the West was I'm just completely off. I had Nashville. I know it. What? Uh, yeah, Whoa. I had Nashville. I was gonna say Calgary. No, 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 no. I'm never Nashville. gonna pick. Cal- I had Nashville and Colorado. I oh. just really liked. Yeah, I really liked the addition of Duchesne. I really thought that was gonna kind of. I liked them. it as well. It was gonna put them over the edge. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm wrong. Rene's okay. regressed. I think their goalie. Really that's yeah. why their goalie situation yeah, you, caught up. You to couldn't them. have counted. Yeah, that. but that's true. And I like Colorado too, so I had one of those. And then I honestly thought the Leafs would be better. I didn't think they would be cup contenders yet. I still had Tampa, hmm. um, and I had Washington. I didn't think Boston was going to do this good again. I thought Boston obviously was going to be topped. I didn't think they would be first in the league. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see it. But hey, I'm not complaining. So not gonna- at all. You guys didn't say anything. I was surprised you guys didn't really mention their the team. What about the St. Louis Blues? No, they, no. The I don't want to talk about St. Louis. They're the Lucas. same team that just won the okay, cup. Okay, we got it. That last year. No, they're playing well. Tops in the Central Division. I th- like. I've always thought again they're going to be good this year, and they still have. I I just don't want to talk about St. Louis. All right, all right. We'll move on. We'll home. move on. We'll move on. I I also had Washington because Washington seven. is just always there. <laughs> And then I had. Yeah, I'm trying I to think th- of the team. Yeah, I know you had Detroit. Just say it. 
<laughs> we know you. It was Ottawa. It no, was Ottawa. didn't you have New Jersey up there? <laughs> yeah, New Jersey. This guy's like, Gusev. Uh, oh. What's his name? Gusev? What's yeah, Gusev. Yeah. Wearing uh, number 97. Uh, which the addition I, of Wayne Simmons. That, that was what That's really, what threw it over. And then Jack yeah. Hughes. Everybody thought Jack Hughes was going to be amazing. Oh, that's Does it. anyone want to talk about how Jack Hughes kind of been a bust? Okay, it's one year. Okay, and one year rookie seasons of players that were hyped up to the level of Jack Hughes. Nail Yakupov. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when you look at guys that are hyped up Don't like Jack Hughes. Like okay? No, Yakupov played on the Avalanche, bro. Put some respect. It's his yeah, team. Where's he playing now? KHL? Well, he doesn't play in the league. But yeah, but if there's another lockout, he'll be the star. 100%. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> he'll play, he'll start call. showing us some KHL, and he'll be there ripping it up. No. What about Kovalchuk? Did you guys like that? Uh, loved that. Maps. I love that for the Washington Capitals. Washington is such a smart franchise. They're just like Boston, right? But they're <laughs> the, the, yeah. You're 100 percent correct. Okay. Just stop it, baby. It's true. 100 percent correct. I, I can't. He's I only can't speaking not, facts. You are speaking facts. It's just tough to hear. But we're also not looking at it this way. It's at the point where your 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 best player on the Bruins right now, you could say, is David Pasternak. I think that it's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Then you have Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron, two players that I would say are aging. Okay. They're, they're getting well, up yeah. there. Okay. Then you have Ovechkin, 34. Then you have Crosby. He's in his 30s. Oh, Malkin's in his 30s. Like These teams have to make the moves now because they want to take advantage of the players while they have them. And I think that's the situations they're in. And more to your point, saying, are the Leafs really ready to win? Maybe they don't feel they need to make those moves because they have that's what, so that's many talented thing. players that's that are going to improve. Exactly. So I think it's time to just take a step back, realize what the Leafs are doing, and just be patient. Like Boston, I hope everyone realizes Boston missed the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. Like they didn't make the playoffs for like one or two years, and and it's like they haven't been like obviously they've been a team that everyone's always scared of because they could throw the body around, they could score, they're hard to beat at home. But I mean, you got to be patient, especially with these young guys. It's gonna hit them. It's gonna hit them when they're like, man, if we can bring a cup home to Toronto, we can just be. Legends here. Legendary. Like, like the, it would be like, I don't have to play another game ever in my career, and I no. will be considered one of the best things that ever happened to this city. Other than Kawhi, this it would, would be top better. it. Th- uh, it would be better. No, it would. Everyone was saying to me when the Raptors won, hey, this is turning into a basketball city. And I okay, said to them, relax. I said to them, if the Leafs won, this, the city would literally be shut down. Oh, there yeah. would be a holiday. Be, it would it would be a holiday for a week, not just a no, day. No doubt in my mind, this it, it would be five times bigger than the Raptors parade if the Leafs won. I think if the Leafs get out of the first round, be- oh, the, <laughs> we're I throwing remember, a party here at CSM. Man. I remember when they oh, beat yeah. Boston in like I Game Five here. one year. I was up there just dancing up a storm. Like uh, it was the happiest day of my life when they won a playoff game, let alone won a series or a cup. I don't even want to get there. I'm gonna start crying because this is gonna be such a great day. <laughs> you guys make fun of me when I cry when the Patriots win. Yeah, See, guys, wait till the Leafs come. If the Leafs win, you guys are gonna, yeah. It, it's just such a good feeling. <laughs> All right, boys, Cameron, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show today. My pleasure, my it was pleasure. A last minute thing, but it, it turned out really well. Luca as well. Thanks for giving us your insight on the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. Love it. Trade deadline day is finished up. Now we got final stretch to the end of the season, and for. Cam and I's sake, I hope the Maple Leafs make the playoffs. They will. And I'm for your sakes, I, you hope Boston doesn't do well. Because I'll be in your ears. Sorry, I had to throw them in again. I yeah, hope yeah, Boston falls to second so the Leafs can knock them out first round. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, then it would just be over for me. I'd be like, go, Rask, Halak, don't even play. Ayers, come in here. 
<laughs> we're good. Oh yeah, the, the Leafs weak point. <laughs> we're good, boys. We're good. Just put in the, the Zamboni, Zamboni driver. Zamboni driver. Thanks everyone for listening. Follow us on Twitter at the Luca and Lucas Show and on Instagram at Luca underscore Luca underscore Show. Take it easy and we'll see you later.